It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Now, the San Jose Sharks Locker Room Report with Dan Rusinowski. Hello, Sharks fans. Let's sit in on a media session that David Quinn had after the third day of the Sharks development camp. Well, David, how's the summer been going for you? Uh, quick, quick. You, know, you get back from the World Championships and next year you're at the draft. So, but, uh, you know, it's been pretty good so far. It's been a good summer for us as an organization. Sharks have been uh, pretty busy in uh, free agency. Uh, uh, what do you know about any of the guys that they brought, uh, whether via free agency or trade? Yeah, I mean, obviously we're really happy with all our additions. You know, we're kind of talking yesterday about, you know, in a year how much better we feel about our organization and the direction we're going, some of the changes we've made. And uh, it's just exciting right now as an organization, whether it be some of the players we've acquired through free agency, trades, or draft. What can you tell us about what you know about Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, Kyle Burrows, just to start? Yeah, obviously Blackwood, you know, has had a tough two years from an injury standpoint. He was, I thought, one of the better goalies in the league, young goalies coming up when he was with New Jersey, when I was with the Rangers, and you know he's a young goalie still, and uh, you know if he stays healthy, we really think we've uh, we've got something—a guy that can you know carry this organization for a while. And you know Burrows is a hard-nosed defenseman, uh, you know makes life difficult for the opponent, stands up for his teammates. So you know that's certainly something that we want to add uh, uh, to our organization, and he's the right shot. And how important is it to add a guy like Giovanni Smith to sort of protect everybody? <laughs> yeah, and he can do more than that. Yeah. That's something that uh, as an organization we were aware of and cognizant of when we add people. you got to play hockey too. and you know He's a very effective player in a lot of different ways. That's probably his calling is to be a physical guy and you know, protect his teammates, but also establish a forecheck and be responsible defensively. So you know, there's a lot of things that uh, go into putting a team together. And, you know, Mike's certainly in the process of doing that. Yeah, what do you know about Anthony Duclair? Uh, former 30-goal scorer, a guy that went through a tough injury last year, played well in the playoffs, and I'm as excited to have him as Couture and, and Hurdle are. How important is that of just what he brings as far as the speed goes going, like you said? I mean, just a guy maybe we could not replace the team of Meyer, but sort of fill some of that. Yeah, he certainly fits in the mold of the way we want to play, and, you know, we're very excited to get him. Yes. Yeah, he's excited. He's excited for a lot of reasons. Obviously, they had a lot of success this year. He was, you know, frustrated the fact that he was injured last year and, you know, was only able to play the last 20 games. And then, you know, obviously, he started getting his feet under him and had a really good playoff. So, you know, but he's very excited about this opportunity here. That's the thing about us. I mean, I know everyone's aware of the situation we're in, but we've got two elite centers that can excite people when they come here, you know. So, um, that's certainly something that you know Anthony's aware of. Uh, I your mind kind of play around with some line combinations already, and who's who's like the clarified fit with best? Uh, on the top two lines and on a power play, you know, it all depending on what we do moving forward here. You know, there's still two months before training camp, and a lot can change between now and training camp. So, you know, as a coach, you kind of 
you're thinking about what lines might look like, but you just got to wait until the, the roster's set. You mentioned like just sitting around and thinking about all the changes. Just whenever you look at the defensive depth chart, even like the guys that are out here, I know you weren't here last summer, but, right. the camp, but just how different is it? It's very different. I think you guys probably jumps out at you probably more than me because you guys were here last year about the depth and the size and the prospects that we have. We just have a much deeper prospect pool right now. And, you know, Mike and, and Joe and Tom and the rest of our staff have done a heck of a job in a short period of time of uh, increasing our, our prospect pool. Yeah. 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 I mean, to me, it really brings out the best in all the players when you've got people that they know are pushing them and competing for their same spots. And you know, that's what successful organizations have. They have competition in all three positions. And you know, we're getting there. That's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, I didn't go out there though. <laughs> that was all him. You know, how much have you kind of just kind of just followed that situation? And what, what does this defense score, as it kind of looks right now, have to do to if, it, if you need to replace, to sort of just fill that void if that were to happen? Well, listen, I'm not the general manager, and he's still here until he's not. And I, when I look about look forward to our decor, he's on it, and. If he's not here, it looks a lot different, but certainly if he's not here, there's probably people coming back and opens up an opportunity for us to maybe get somebody else. So it's really a status quo situation. We've just got to hold and wait to see what we look like in September. But I've made it clear to how we feel about him as an organization. I mean, he was phenomenal in so many ways last year, uh, on and off the ice. And, you know, he had a season for the ages uh, for defensemen, you know, the fourth leading score in the National Hockey League, five on five. I mean, really, uh, that says it all. And, uh, you know, just really happy for him. And it was a tough few years leading into last year from an injury standpoint. And, uh, you know, when he's healthy, he certainly has shown that he's uh, the best defenseman in this league. If he's not here, and how much do you have to sort of change, like, the, the way that the floor check looks like, the way that you guys defend, I mean, how does that does it all kind of have to re, sort of re, reimagine it away without a guy like you? Um, I wouldn't say much. You know, I mean, I think, I mean, your system isn't tailored to one guy. So, you know, where we've talked as a staff, and we still got two and a half months to camp. So you sit here and like, oh god, we can get in. You know, there's a lot of time uh, to you know, make some adjustments. Obviously, most of us were together at the World Championship, so. You know, there were a lot of hockey discussions then on what we might tweak a little bit this year, and there will be some tweaks to how we play. Uh, but our identity is going to be the same. You know, and as an organization, we've talked about how we want to play, how we want to look. And, uh, but, you know, structurally, we might alter a few things. And as we touched on, as we, you know, talking to you guys last year and internally, we have to be very careful in judging the final numbers. I'm more consumed with how we looked, you know, mid by mid-January, from, you know, from October to mid-January, because that's probably much more realistic to you know, how, we are, how we're going to look this year compared to how it ended, because 
you know, we were in a different position the last six weeks to two months of the season with all the changes we made and, and the way our roster looked. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, we all remember the last six, seven weeks, but we've got to be diligent in how we evaluate ourselves. You mentioned size, and Mike has mentioned size three or four times, I think, over the last year and changed. Why is that important? Why did, why did you need all these big guys? Well, you need good, good big guys. You can't just go get size, and I think that's something that we've done a good job of. We've, we've gotten good big hockey players. You just don't get, get big, right? What good does big do if you can't play? You've got to be able to play, and we've gotten good big hockey players. And, you know, it was just something that over the course of four or five years, we've gotten a little bit smaller as an organization. So, you know, maybe it's cyclical on how you draft or how you put your team together. So, but, you know, we've gotten good big hockey players, and that. You just look at the playoffs. I mean, big, <laughs> you know, we all talk about the speed and the skill in this game, and it has improved, but, you know, playoff hockey starts, and it's, you better have some size, especially on the blue line. How did the Sharks' prospects do in the uh, World Championships? How'd they, how'd they all do? They did well. They did well. It was uh, a good, uh, good tournament for them. What did you say? Not a good tournament the way it ended for us, but a good tournament for some individuals. I didn't ask about that. <laughs> I know, but I can't help myself. <laughs> What have you seen from Will Smith and, and Quentin Musty so far in camp? Obviously, it's only been two days, but you know, first-round picks. What have you liked from their game, and what have you seen from them? Well, certainly you see the skill set with Will and the pace he plays at and his shot and his vision and his intelligence. And with Musty, boy, you know, i never seen him play, but very impressive, very impressive what he's done here in a short period of time. But that being said, everybody has to be careful with what we're seeing and what we're watching. It, you know, these are all – I mean, it's all great to see him in this – situation but you know our game's always about what can you do when someone's trying to stop you from doing it so you know but they certainly show a lot of characteristics that you need to be successful at this level we talk about uh competitive so i know you brought that up and, and mike has brought that up as well is that something along with size that you guys have brought in just the compete level of the entire organization seems to be higher yeah i mean that's you know unlike any other sport i think effort and compete can really neglect talent in hockey compared to all the other sports because it's played in such a small area and it's played so fast, so you know those are two areas that we've really highlighted over the last year. What what I should say when you guys are looking at prospects, what characteristics or tendencies do you see anything in the ice that describe their their effort or their compete level? Well, just how competitive they are. You know, are they getting to the battle? Not only are they just getting there. You know, what are their intentions when they get to the battle? Are they trying to you know, are they all into it, or are they just getting there? And that's a big difference between getting to a battle and being in the battle. I mean. You know, you can't just get there to get there. You've got to be there with an attitude and a purpose, and that's certainly something we've been aware of and, and looking for when we've evaluated our prospects. What is all the other – I mean, you haven't seen a whole lot of Shakir yet, but obviously Mike has known him for a few years, and yeah. your development guys have been around him. He's just kind of like a big mystery box. Like what, what, what are they saying about him? I mean, a lot of – you know, we watched some film on him, and Scotty Gordon for the first – you know, when Scotty watched him for the first time, he really was impressed with what he saw and the – abilities and the capabilities of him as a prospect. I mean, that size, that skating, you know, his puck decisions, there's an awful lot to like for him. And, you know, he's still young, very young, and we've got to keep that in check and not put too much pressure on him and, you know, let his career evolve and let his play dictate when's the right time to give him an opportunity or let him earn the opportunity uh, to play in the National Hockey League because sometimes when you rush people, it's detrimental to their development and you can really stunt some careers. So 
so yeah. a great penalty killer and you know, really reliable for yes. the center. Um, how do you look at that competition now going into camp? Does a Bortolo fit in that sort of mold of being a fourth line center, or do you look just maybe a bigger body in that, in that position? Well, I think you can use him. You know, he's got a he's got a great opportunity here to make our team, and you know, I know how he feels. He feels that this is time to you know get it done. You know, he's in his third year with us, and um, you know it's time. You know, I know how I know he feels that way, and there's an opportunity here for him. You know where he fits and what position he plays is going to be predicated on how he plays. And, uh, but like I said, our roster looks the way it does today. You know, September 21st, it might look completely different. You just never know. So, you know, but as we stand here today, he's got an incredible opportunity. And I thought his last game of the year was his best game. And, you know, he and I had a couple conversations prior to that game and post game. And, you know, I think he's excited about the opportunity, but he has to take advantage of it. Oh yeah, yeah. He looks good. He looks good. He feels good. Um, he's going to be ready for training. Uh, just time for a few more. Being a guy who could, you know, really kind of like you said for, for Thomas, a real opportunity for him to. to Absolutely. And you know, I said this to Eki when we sent him down last year. You know, from a coaching standpoint, it was frustrating because he was playing well and we wanted to keep him. But you certainly understand the situation we were in as an organization, and it was the right thing to do. We wanted to make the playoffs down the Barracuda. It's a big part of development. And, uh, you know, and then obviously his shoulder became more of an issue and it was unfortunate the way the season ended. I'm wondering about uh, Bordaloa. Um, obviously started the season at center, end of the season at wing. Uh, sounds like pretty open either way with what position he right. plays. But, you know, does he know? Like, have you guys told him, like, hey, kind of focus on maybe you might start on the wing? I mean, just what is, you know, what have you told him? What have you guys told him? We haven't talked with him. I haven't talked with him about that. Again, it's all depending on what our rosters will look like in September. Um, you know, as he's alluded to, he can play either position. He just wants to play hockey at the National Hockey League level. So his versatility helps him for sure. More info as we get it. I'm Dan Rusinowski at Sharks Development Camp. This is a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. <laughs>